0: a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Pete Volker. Pete, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. And I'd like to send some very special shout-outs to Violet, Finley, Mallory Volker in Kansas, Spike, Ziggy, and Rocket, and Cass Rashmon. Thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girl tales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is the Lady of the Lake. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name was Nimue, but sometimes she goes by Vivian. Other people simply know her as the Lady of the Lake. To me, that's a pretty fancy title, but I guess it fits her, since she does live in a lake. And perhaps you figured this out by now because she lives underwater, but Nimue has magical powers. I met her a long time ago, the first time I visited Freshwater Lake. On that day, she told me the story that I am about to tell you. And we've been friends ever since. Nimue is friends with a few other Freshwater citizens that you've already met. Queen Artie and Merlin the Magician from back in the days when Freshwater was called Nova. In fact... Nimue learned a lot of her magic from Merlin. Some say that her magic is even more powerful than Merlin's, which is saying a lot. Nimue uses her magic to preserve and protect the lake in freshwater. After all, it is home to many magical creatures, like Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, as well as many magical events and animals. The lake itself, like Nimue, is magical too, Rumor has it that the water itself can become as strong as concrete or as soft as a cloud with the right spell and that the lake waters can grow and swell to large heights if they need to. Most days the lake stays calm, glittering in the sunlight and sparkling in the moonlight. After all, the residents of freshwater are kind to nature everyone always leaves a place like Freshwater Lake or Freshwater Forest exactly as they find it. They pick up their trash and be sure not to take anything important to the area back home with them. It's sort of like an unspoken rule around here. This unspoken rule is incredibly important to Nimue, who often will use her magic to craft something special for visitors to Freshwater Lake. Sometimes she'll create magical buckets and shovels for children to create sandcastles. When the children leave, their parents return the magical items to the water, where they will dissolve and become one with the lake. Other times she'll use her magic to create big, beautiful waves that crash upon one another, which is quite the spectacle. Visitors to the lake clap and cheer at the sight. She even fashions beautiful crowns and jewels for Nessie to play with, as long as those items are returned. But no matter what, Nimue's magic always meant that anything from the lake needed to stay with the lake. There was only one time where she made an exception to this rule, and that was for her dear friend, Queen Artie. You know Queen Artie. She pulled this sword from a stone when no one else in Akvanova could and became a wonderful ruler of the land, yada yada yada. Well, one day, Queen Artie was practicing her sword fighting moves. She was preparing for a party that evening when she would host rulers from all the nearby kingdoms and had been planning to show off the sword that she had pulled from the stone when by complete accident she broke her sword in two. The sword was so powerful that the snap of the metal rang out across Akvanova. Queen Artie looked around, stunned. How was she going to show off her amazing sword when it was broken into pieces? She ran to find Merlin to see if the sword could be mended with magic. But alas, the sword would not come back together. Although Merlin could not fix the sword, she did have an idea. She suggested that they visit her dear friend Nimwe, who was known for creating items of beauty and power from the waters of Akvanova. Perhaps Nimwe could fashion a new sword for Queen Artie. Queen Artie and Merlin arrived at the edge of the lake at sunset, only an hour before the party was supposed to begin. The surface of the lake glowed a beautiful orangey pink, and for a moment was still Then, a hand popped out of the water and began to wave. Did you see that? asked Queen Artie. Merlin smiled, then she called across the lake. Hello, Nimue. A deep rumble answered as the lake began to tremble and bubble. The rumble rose higher and louder and Queen Artie could practically feel the sand on the shore shaking and bouncing beneath her feet. When she looked back up, there standing on the shore with her was Nimue. Queen Artie explained her situation, that she needed an amazing magical sword for her party that evening to replace the one she broke, and that Merlin had recommended that they seek Nimue's help. Nimue turned to Merlin, But you know that everything I make from this lake stays at the lake. I know, replied Merlin. But I thought perhaps you could make an exception for me. Just this once. Nimue sighed. Merlin had taught her magic, after all. Perhaps she could do this one small favor for a friend. All right, said Nimue. But as soon as the party is over, you must return the sword to the lake. We must leave nature the way we found it. Do you understand? Queen Artie nodded her head, and Nimue got to work. Her fingers and hands twisted through the air, which shimmered in response. Droplets bounced from the lake and up towards Nimue, where they came together, forming a long blade, then a handle Before long, Namway presented Artie with the most beautiful sword anyone in Akvanova had ever seen. The blade was woven with colors of the sunset and seemed to sparkle like the surface of the lake itself. The handle had jewels, pearls, and was covered in an intricate design. When Queen Artie held the sword, it felt light and balanced— This is the most beautiful sword I have ever seen, she said. Thank you, Nimue. You're welcome, Nimue replied. Its name is Excalibur. Use it well. Just remember you must return the sword when the party is over. I think you might know where this is heading. Queen Artie did not return Excalibur back to the lake when the party was over. After all, every visitor who saw the sword was so impressed with it that they asked if Queen Artie could bring it with her when she visited their kingdoms. In the back of her mind, Queen Artie knew that she had made the promise to return Excalibur, but with all the compliments coming her way, she thought to herself, what's the harm if I keep it one more day, one more week, one more month? Nimue won't even know it's gone. After all, she made Excalibur for me. She doesn't even really need it back at all. After the party ended, Nimue sat by the edge of the lake and waited for Queen Artie to return the sword. But Queen Artie never came. The next day, Nimue waited. No Excalibur in sight. On day three, Nimue was starting to feel anxious Queen Artie had made a promise to return Excalibur back to the lake as she had found it. Where was she? On day four, Nimue used her magic to conjure up a message for Merlin, checking in. Merlin came to the lake and explained that Queen Artie had decided to hold on to Excalibur and didn't want to return it at all. Nimue was furious. Not only had Queen Artie broken a promise, but she had taken something important from the lake. That just wasn't something you were supposed to do. "'Where is Queen Artie now?' Nimue asked Merlin. "'Where is my Excalibur?' Merlin could sense how angry Nimue was and quickly tried to work up a magical spell to calm her down, but Nimue was too quick. Before Merlin could act, Nimue conjured up a tree that shot up from the ground, taking Merlin with it. The tree branches wound around Merlin, trapping her there so she couldn't interfere. Nimue rose from the water, which billowed around her like a cape in the wind. She turned to Merlin. When I come back with my sword, I'll set you free, she said. She waved her arms and the waters of the lake rose behind her and followed her away from the shore. At this point, Queen Artie was riding to the next kingdom over, carrying Excalibur. All she could think about was how excited she was to show the sword off to the kingdom, how impressed they would be with her. When before she knew it, she was surrounded and trapped by four walls of water. It sounded as if Queen Artie was standing right underneath a massive waterfall. Everywhere she turned, all she could see was water cascading down and preventing her from moving forward. Then Nimue stepped through the walls of the water. Queen Artie was frightened, but knew right away that this was about Excalibur. She knew it was wrong to break her promise and to take something from the lake. And now, face to face with Nimue, it was time to own up to her mistake. I'm so sorry, Nimue, said Queen Artie. I know I wasn't supposed to take something from the lake, and you were so generous to let me borrow the sword. I'm sorry I broke your trust and broke my promise by not returning it. I was wrong. If you want Excalibur back, I have it here for you. Queen Artie held out the sword. To her surprise, Nimue waved her arms, and the water surrounding them both receded back towards the lake with a gentle rush. Nimue wasn't one to hold grudges, and she thought that perhaps Queen Artie deserved a second chance to make things right. So she forgave Queen Artie, and even let her spend one more day with Excalibur, as long as she promised to bring it back the next day. Artie thanked her, and the two went their separate ways. Nimue returned to the lake, where Merlin was still up in the tree. Even though Nimue had not returned with the sword, she cast a spell to release Merlin. Merlin and Nimue spent the day together, anxious and hopeful that Queen Artie would keep her promise this time. The next day, Queen Artie returned to the waters of Aquanova with Excalibur to find Merlin on the shore, waiting for her. Nimue had returned underwater to tend to a few things, but was waiting for the sword. Queen Artie stood on the edge of the lake and looked down at the beautiful Excalibur one more time. She was so grateful to the magical waters of the lake for being a part of this wonderful sword, and to Nimue for granting her a second chance to keep her promise and leave nature how she found it. Then, with as much might as she could muster, Artie threw Excalibur towards the middle of Freshwater Lake. The sword sailed through the air until a hand popped up from the water to grab the hilt. Nimue rose from the water clutching Excalibur and thanked Queen Artie with a nod. Waves danced around her in appreciation. Then Nimue sank back down, where the sword dissolved back into the magic of the lake, and all was restored. Queen Artie, Merlin, and Nimue became very close friends. The hiccup at the start of their friendship was forgiven. From then on, Queen Artie used her leadership to ensure that all of us leave places like Akvanova Lake, well, Now it's called Freshwater Lake, and places like Freshwater Forest, not only as we found them, but even better than we found them. That was The Lady of the Lake, written and produced by Megan Bagala, performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grownups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you.